There is something that's called La Fofole. Supposedly, these are children that died through some horrific accident to where they're demon-like children, and they appear in the shape of lights that try to get you to follow them so you'll be lost forever in the swamps. Yeah, when you hear, like, scraping claws underneath the bed and it moves and... Uh... You can, I was so terrified, dude. I pulled the blanket over my head. I could hear whatever it was breathing outside the sheet. When I was a little bit after there, we got into a car accident, hit a moose. My mom ended up under the steering wheel of the car. She had a big hand-shaped bruise on her shoulder. It was like somebody pushed her underneath the steering wheel. My mom should have gotten decapitated. The weird part was we hit a moose and we had a moose hanging from the rear view mirror. The only other thing that I could think of would be a bear, but there's no bears in that area either. It's just not the right habitat for them. And when you see that a bear, a bear's gonna move. It's gonna take off for the most part. And this thing just shot and did nothing. This material world that you're told is bound by science and everything else, obviously, obviously science and physics are very important. There is so much more out there that is left to study, that is left to learn about. Hello and welcome. You're listening to Investigation Cryptoparology. Sit back, get relaxed, and crack open your favorite cold beverage as we dive deep into the abyss of what we were told couldn't possibly exist. Folks, check out Polky's Acrylic Art LLC out of Shriver, Louisiana. Mr. Polky is an interpretationist painter, meaning whatever you would want him to paint, it would be done per his interpretation of the piece. His work speaks for itself, and you can see examples of his work on our website at www.investigation-cryptoparaology.com Just tap or click on the Sponsors tab. If you would like to get in touch with Mr. Polky, you may do so by either emailing him at tpolky at yahoo.com That's T-P-O-L-K-E-Y at yahoo.com or by call or text at 1-985-227-3037 And if no one answers, just leave a voicemail or send a text. Prices depend on size and depth of piece. Hello and welcome to Investigation Cryptoparology. Tonight we're going to be speaking to Kathy from here in Idaho Falls, who has something very interesting that a lot of you may enjoy, especially those who listen from the Idaho Falls area that you may not be aware of. Kathy? Hi, thank you for having me so much. Um, I'm a talker, so please feel free to interrupt any, any time. I am the owner of Ghost Walk Downtown Idaho Falls. Um, it's truly, if you haven't done it, it's a unique and fun experience. We say it's for the whole family, but it's not for really small children. Uh, teenagers and above do well with it. It's about an hour and a half to two hour walk of downtown. Uh, Typically, we go up to certain businesses. We are outside the whole time on the sidewalks and in the alleys. Tell the history, the mystery, the ghost stories. We uh, help you find um, the windows and things that has the most ghosts that do appear in them. We do share a lot of pictures that's been taken of certain ghosts that have appeared and tell you the personal stories as much as we know it. 
It's a lot of fun. We have a great time. Uh, we're open through the end of December or end of October, rather, excuse me. I would highly recommend you don't wait until October. You get much better ghost pictures if you do it before it starts getting dark so early. Uh, we tell a story of uh, a particular building downtown. Um, some of the background is this that goes along with downtown Idaho Falls. Most people don't realize we had over a hundred brothels downtown. If you can imagine, over a hundred brothels. That was some all downtown, huh? All downtown. You know, some of them only had two, <clears throat> two women working. Some had, you know, a hundred. Um, there was only a couple that had that many, but. Most of them had two to six women working in them all the time. So we do talk about the brothels and what happened in there. And uh, we always hear the same thing when we say that this town was religious. What do you mean? Well, I think it goes hand in hand. Anytime you have brothels, gambling, and that type of stuff, yes, you've got religion. You know, both hands are there to make the society work in there. We, had, we did have a lot of religion downtown. I don't falls. Uh, you know, really was a hub. There was three main hubs, which were Salt Lake, Idaho Falls, and Butte, Montana. The train stopped at them as many, and as well as many small uh, stops along the route. But particularly in Idaho Falls, what made it so popular is that we were surrounded by a lot of big ranchers and farmers. And then came all the mining communities and everything that was going on. Of course, we had the brothels. We had lots of um, uh, the gambling houses going and bars and things like that. So it was a constant overturn. Uh, my great great grandfather, when we had the train depot, which was on Yellowstone, it was over half a mile long. It had uh, stables, restaurants, waiting area, lots of things in it. He is one of the 100 unsolved murders that got murdered there. And quite often he'll come through and say hi to, to people when we're talking about that. It's kind of fun and interesting on there. Um, also, uh, what else going to tell you? Oh, we talked a lot about the uh, children that uh, people don't talk about. You know, we had a lot of kids that were... Uh, okay. Uh... Like we've lost Kathy. Okay. Sorry about that. That's fine. Um, I have a metal roof and sometimes it disconnects out of the blue for seconds. And there. Well, that's a good thing Zoom has a pause button. Yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> I just dialed back in. Sorry. Uh, I can't remember what I was talking about. So you were sorry. talking about the uh, train station. Mm. Yeah, it's a great part of Idaho history. It's no longer there, of course. Um, but it, it served a great um, hub for Idaho Falls. It brought lots and lots of people in. Um, and a lot of the gambling, um, different things came in on that. You know, we talk a lot about the children that was born to all the prostitutes. Uh, what happened to them? Most people don't touch on that history. And we have a couple uh, unique stories uh, about some of the children, for example. Most people don't realize that as soon as these children were born, they were taken from all the women and they were sold 
uh, to people looking to adopt wealthy families usually. And they didn't sell them all because there was a constant turnover. You know, they tried the wealthy families and then they tried the gypsies, the mess and shows and circuses and different things like that. They could not sell them. They took them down the river and threw them in. Um, I know it's a pretty dark history. And then we talk about some of the children that were raised to be slaves and what their um, life entailed. um, We talk about one particular girl uh, that did work and was murdered. And uh, we're so fortunate. We have pictures of her when she was alive and her ghost picture. In fact, she appeared the other night and they got pictures of her again, which is pretty unique. Sometimes we can make out a little shadow in a window, but this was pretty, pretty darn clear on there. Uh, let's see. Lots of stuff. I, I kind of lost it. There's just so much information um, about downtown. We tried to do the off information that's a little bit... Um, hidden or not talked about as much um, to get people. We do uh, private investigations. We've done two or three of them in the downtown, different buildings, Uh, run into some very interesting ghosts. You know, Idaho Falls had a tunnel system under them. Um, Excuse me. And they've all been sealed off. No, we don't go into the tunnels. They have been permanently sealed off. But um, a lot of the ghosts are still there that comes in and out of the tunnel system and we go in and deal with them um, in one particular building downtown um, they were remodeling a new company had taken it over and they were having all types of problems downstairs and she asked me and I brought a couple people with me as always and we went in and uh, as you go into the original part of the basins most of them are the same uh, gravel dirt floors uh, the old cement block walls, some of them still have just dirt walls in it. Um, they have staircases in the middle of the room, usually, that go up to the bottom of the floor, like there maybe was a hidden trap door at one time, or rooms lined with hidden doors. It's so interesting. But we found a um, ghost, several ghosts, um, back in there immediately. Um, and we kind of backed back a little bit. This particular man ghost that was there, we're going to call him Eric, um, was very destructive, very, very mean. And he had hostage, a young girl, and the young girl was protecting several children. Um, a little clip of the backstory, Eric and this girl had been boyfriend and girlfriend. And we're talking uh, about 19 uh, 14 to about 1920 in that ballpark there had been boyfriend and girlfriend and they were very much in love and they had everything in common they liked the same food and same music and everything and and they were going to get married and they were so happy and he thought well before we set a date for the wedding I want to share her share with her one of my private hobbies that so I just so love now he was the town doctor of Idaho Falls at this time he owned this particular building. He took her down into the basement and then they walked in and she started screaming and wanted out. She couldn't believe what she was seeing. He had a really dark, dark side to him. He had children down there and he was doing medical um, 
experiments on him. He was seeing if he took a leg off one and a leg off another and put them on the opposite bodies, would they um, maintain and grow? Or how long it took you to play at death? Or if he crushed your arm, could it heal itself? All types of different things. Of course, the children were dying. He couldn't yeah. let her go. He's seen it, you know. So she kind of gathered the children and tried to help them best she could and protected them so he couldn't do it anymore. And he just locked them in the basement. So we were able, able to um, help her and the children move on and, and uh, go upward to heaven and, and escape that. However, he stayed there. That's his domain. And he's mad and he's upset. And they say he just kind of stays in the back corner now and he doesn't do too much. But when you go down there, you can hear like somebody kicking their feet in the dirt and things but he stays in a dark corner <laughs> yeah um i used to be really good friends with uh dave i can't remember his last name but i had the pawn shop downtown. oh yeah um, sure. he told me of uh a story uh it's it's under actually it used to be under where the uh underground parking is right now because you okay. know that, that whole area was you know destroyed and everything, but right uh, where the underground parking is, there was a dentist office, a doctor doctor Kevorkian style dentist office, mm. and he he said that you know that uh, he actually had had showed me a picture. You know they they actually took pictures and, and you could see the dirt walls and the dirt floor and everything. But there was. The, the the dentist chair and I mean you could tell how old it was it was tattered and falling apart but you know and everything around the room cabinets all kind of stuff and there was still some uh, from the picture there was still some old instruments laying on one of the metal trays ooh yeah and it was and they were you know they, they had a, a a dark dried liquid on them so mm. but uh. Uh, the, the story was is it was a dentist slash doctor's office in the tunnels and oh. that the people that were you know uh that would come up missing or you know be being done away with or whatever they would take them they, they would tell them that they were going to take them to get their teeth pulled but it's that you know no longer there now because of the underground parking garage it pretty much tore everything out so yeah. Oh my gosh. I know there's, you know, we got lots of stories. It's just unbelievable. We, we try to, you can't document everything, but we tried the best to uh, do it through, you know, research, of course, the internet, the museum, the libraries, um, personal testimony. We, we interviewed at the time when we started this, either the landowner or the owner of the business, you know, or sometimes both. Um, different things like that there's not a tour that we don't do that somebody afterward comes up and says look my mother worked in this business this is what she told me or my grandmother just passed away we have all these newspaper articles about this event that happened um, new stuff comes to light all the time it's just so interesting we probably have thousands and thousands of uh, stories we've put in a book um, we try every year to bring one more into light and trade off but we have our favorites, of course, that everybody wants to know when they come. Do you talk about Hachia Hilton or do you talk about, you know, the brothels and different things? So we try our best to do the best of the stories and 
and that it, I mean we we could keep them all night, but we try to keep it under two hours. Right, right. <laughs> yeah. uh, there, there was there was one other thing at uh, Dave's pawn shop. I mean, you know, so he had the pawn shop up top, but he also had stuff down down in the basement mm-hmm. where he kept the things that he was you know doing loans on and stuff like that for people. So Dave finds out that. I'm into what I'm into, you know, the paranormal world, UFOs and then all that. And he's telling me stories and I will one day, you know, get to remember all the stories he told me and put it on the podcast. But I do remember one time uh, we, we'd pawn something and he asked me to come downstairs to help him get it. So I went downstairs with him and I asked him, I said, Dave, what's that door? Where's that go? And he says, well, it goes under the alleyway and then, under the uh back at that point in time it was atlas tattoo shop and you know and then on down a couple of other you know stores and, and business mm-hmm. fronts and things and and i and i said well what do you mean it goes under he goes well they used to have what they call shanghai tunnels <laughs> and I, I said oh really i said uh have you ever been in there and he said well he said Yes and no. He said, you can open the door, but you can't go in the tunnel. I said, was there a wall on the other side? He said, well, yes and no. I said, Dave, you're not being very, (laughs) you're you're being vague. What do you mean by yes and no? He said, well, open the door and try to walk in. So I opened the door and I mean, it it was just typical musty smell that's been closed up Mm -hmm. forever. And there was a, a cool draft, but then I went to walk forward and it's like I hit a wall. Couldn't go. Yeah, I couldn't go forward. You could see it. You could see everything under there. Hold a flashlight up. You could see how the tunnel was and how it led into under each business. Because his was actually going under the sidewalk where, where most of the other ones go directly under the buildings. Mm-hmm. And I was like, well, what in the world? You know, and I'm thinking well, may, maybe my foot caught on something on the floor. So I looked down. There's nothing there. I stuck my hand forward and my hand went forward. Stuck my other hand forward. My other hand went forward. I, I was playing hokey pokey. I stuck my leg through one leg through and the other leg through. And then I went to try to walk forward again. And it's just like I hit a brick wall again. Yeah. Could not get through that door. And then I started doing, and then I started doing uh, digging and research. And uh, apparently now what you were talking about earlier about finding the stair, the uh, stairways that would go straight mm-hmm. up and not hit anything. Apparently Dave's stairways or stairway rather uh used to do that and Mm. he actually you know had the spot in the floor cut out so he could use the stairs to go down into the basement because it was a wide set of stairs but apparently in the very back of the store there was a he said that there was what he thought was like you said earlier a trap door or Mm -hmm. just another basement access but you open it up and it was just straight to the floor so uh the uh i did uh, digging all over the internet i mean I, I think it took me six to eight months something like that but people start i started finding posts where people were talking about certain buildings in the downtown area you know being the brothels they would have bars in the brothels and they would have the uh, the uh what they called the workforce or the forced workforce and they would have they would catch people in bars that were saying that they had nothing else to live for and you know or they got <laughs> like the dear john letters had lost their wife or their fiance or whatever and they would shanghai them through those doors and that, that was the bait and, and basically it was the uh 
sl- the uh, the slave driver or the slave master that's keeping you from going through the door. That makes sense. Yeah, absolutely. Wow, what an experience. That's wonderful. I just thought I'd share that. Oh, I'm so glad you did. I, you know, it's so unique uh, when you get down into some of these basements when they haven't been remodeled or touched or, you know, they're completely natural. Uh, just to sit there because things will start coming, you'll start seeing people and, and different images and stuff. It's, it's pretty unique to be able uh, to do that. You know, we, we don't guarantee that you'll see a ghost. I mean, that'd be silly, but almost everybody does get pictures and things. They're quite visible and they're quite vocal. You know, this is our sixth season. And I always warn everybody, we have a ghost app. We have them download to help them. And first thing I say is, look, you're going to get them saying, tell her to be quiet, tell her to leave. We don't want to talk. She's noisy, you know, uh, tell her. (laughs) And I says, they're talking to me. So just let me know and I'll apologize to them. Um, Usually it happens on later in the year. Uh, They'll say that, especially in October, they're tired of me being around and Quite often, even on my phone, they'll say, will you just go away? <laughs> they get well, tired of it. So, yeah. The, the, the other question I have I had, rather, did you ever get a chance to, to get, uh, meet up with Doug Kenny of Piehole? I did. Okay. Yes. Um, went down. Um, you know, it was, his was really interesting. Um, the Indian and all that stuff was gone. He did. Uh, oh, yeah. I think he gave away. None of that was there, which is too bad. I really wanted to do a reading on that, but got down there and got uh, meditating and looking around and stuff. Um, We, it, it was just, it was good. I mean, he didn't have evil spirits down there or anything, but we did. um, If I remember right, there was two men and I can't remember if there's one lady or or two ladies, but they, the men used those tunnels and it was like they were kidnapping these women and taking them through the tunnels. And I'm sure that happened a lot all the time. They were staying down there, kind of a guard and watching and trying to get these women. Um, They were drinking with them and then they would take them out through the tunnels. I'm sure they were prostituting them out or different things like that um, down there. But yeah, there was a lot of that action going on. There wasn't anything real dark. Um, that seemed to be the biggest thing that happened down there. Uh, the energy was pretty clean other than the area where the tunnel had been and it was cemented. Now he did have one wall that was put there and then beyond that wall was it was dug out. Um, there was some very, very strong, uh, heavy, like breathing and noises and stuff. And um, it was almost like go away we don't want to talk to you there was like they had a wall around them and they did not want to be disturbed i thought it was better not to get them rattled up and stir disturb just let them be they just wanted to be quiet and be alone back there right mm-hmm. so i left him alone <laughs> <laughs> yeah when he first told me about it he told me about uh, going in early in the morning and what it used to be in a shoe shop Mm-hmm. You know, uh, and then it had the uh, shoe stands in the corner near the front, how he could go in and hit so smell cigarette smoke. Oh, yeah. And, and it, it kind of clicked with me. If, if, you, if you really think back in those days, 
the, the you know men and uh, and women both would sit around and just ratchet jaw or you know shoot the breeze and at the same time they'd have a cigarette while they were getting their shoes shined yes i mean it made a lot of sense and then when i went down there um to, to actually meet him you know because i, I talked to him through the podcast but i didn't, hadn't met him in person but i went down there to meet him and we had a couple of slices of pizza wonderful pizza by the way oh but, uh, yes <laughs> so as i'm sitting there and we're talking i didn't mention this to him you know I'm sure he'll hear this because he listens to the podcast while him and his partner fly around and fly people, you know, injured people around. But uh, I didn't actually say, I didn't say anything to him, but as we're sitting there, I could smell cigarette smoke and it was a particular kind of cigarette smoke, not the cigarette smoke of today. Right. The kind of, you know, when you were growing up around your grandfather, it it smelled like, you know, like uh, lucky strikes or or, uh, camel studs. It was real strong. Yeah, real strong, real the, the real a real cigarette smell, not something that's been pumped through a filter to where you can smell <laughs> the filter over the cigarette. Right. And I could and then and when we went to leave and we actually started uh walking by where the the shoe shine would have been, I could smell shoe polish. And I know what oh. shoe polish smells like. I used to shine my shoes every every well, every Saturday for Sunday morning when I was a kid. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he has the some of the um, chairs, you know, downstairs. And when I went over by him, I just stood there a minute and closed my eyes. And I could actually see people sitting in him and the shoe polishing going on. And they're talking and conversing and, and different things like that. Um, absolutely. You can smell all that. Anyway, I could too. Over by where the stands are now, um, down in the basement that. That was pretty unique. I love that. I wish the Indian had still been there. I um, really would like to get my hands on that and and see what readings I can pick up because I think it probably has a very long history um, in Idle Falls. Yeah. So would you like to tell the, the um, apparently we're Zoom has added a new time limit. I never had it before. Oh. I've recorded episodes for three hours but in the past, but so uh, would you like to tell the, the uh, listeners out there uh, about your, your website, your Facebook page? Oh, thank you. Um, yes, yeah, Ghost Walk, downtown Idle Falls. Uh, Web page is ghostwalkidlefalls.com. And of course, we're on Facebook. Just put Ghost Walk in. It comes right up. Um, we're the only business around here, does it? We're seasonal, June through the end of October. It is by reservation. Um, we kind of have to say it safeguards. You can't take too many people and do all the stories, but um, we have a five-star rating. We invite you to come on down and bring your cameras. And when you call us, we'll give you the details. You just give me a call to reserve, which is 208-757-0121. Phone numbers on all the um, information. Uh, we're with TripAdvisor and just Google us. We're all over the place. Well, it definitely sounds like fun. And if I can, you know, if I can ever find time between everything that, that I do, you know, here and in the podcast and the website and helping other people out with their websites. And, we, you know, well, I would love to have you come down. It'd be so fun. No doubt. Well, folks, um, that's all the time that we have for this evening. Uh, join us next time when we will be uh, bringing back Liz Law. The uh, lady, the lady from uh, the Akashic Records, if anybody remembers that episode, and 
We'll see you next time. Thank you. Find us on the web at www.investigation-cryptoparaology. That's C-R-Y-P-T-O-P-A-R-A-O-L-O-G-Y dot com. On Facebook at www.facebook.com forward slash investigation crypto. Listen to us on any major podcast players, including Apple Podcasts, Anchor, Amazon Music, Google Podcasts, Pocket Cast, Radio Public, and of course Spotify. We continue to spread to more podcast players each day. You may contact us by using the contact page on the website or by sending a direct message to our Facebook page or by emailing us directly at investigationcryptoparaology at gmail.com. That is investigation, C-R-Y-P-T-O-P-A-R-A-O-L-O-G-Y at gmail.com. Also, I would like to add this. If you're feeling down on yourself or like you don't matter or there's no hope left, we're here for you. You can contact us through our Facebook page or by emailing us at investigationcryptoparaology at gmail.com. We are happy to listen and possibly help you find a better tomorrow. If you don't want to talk to us, you can contact the Suicide Hotline of the United States. They have a crisis text line if you verbally speaking to someone is not your thing. Text HOME, all capital letters, H-O-M-E, to 741741. If you, don't, if you do want to verbally speak to someone, the National Suicide Prevention Hotline is 1-800-273-8255. And if you are a veteran, you can also call 1-800-273-8255 and then press 1. Well, folks, that's all the time we have for tonight. I sincerely hope you will join us again next time for another spine-tingling, hair-raising experience from the depths of the abyss. If you would like to contact me about an experience you have had or to get on the show... Email me at investigationcryptoparaology at gmail.com. That's investigation, C-R-Y-P-T-O-P-A-R-A-O-L-O-G-Y at gmail.com. Cause mama-